You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Now, global inflation peaked way back in October, November last year, and US medium-term interest rates peaked around the same time. But in the last few weeks, these interest rates have shot up again. So what's going on here to explain is Sam Dickey of Fisher Funds. Hey, Sam. Heather, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Why are they going up again? I thought we were out of the woods. Here we are back talking about rising interest rates again, despite most central banks around the world more or less being on pause. And I agree that that uh, great plot proxy for global interest rates is that US 10-year bond yield. And that peaked way back in October at 4.2% and was super well behaved for uh, most of this year at around 35 and then it shot back up to 42 a few weeks ago. And this is despite inflation in the US falling from 9% to 3%. So what is going on? Remember while central banks control the short end of the interest rate curve, so they control overnight rates and very short dated interest rates, one- and two-year rates, those sort of longer-term interest rates are not just a function of inflation. It's just that that's been the primary focus over the last year. They're also a function of growth. And last year, everyone was paranoid about a recession in the US. So that, along with falling inflation, drove interest rates down. But that recession just didn't happen. And the US actually printed... Uh, second quarter GDP recently at 2.5%, so a very long way from recession. So that recovery and growth has driven those medium and long-term bond rates and borrowing rates up in the US. What does this mean, or what could this mean for the economy? Yeah, it, it is a bit reflexive. It, it's, a, it's a good point. So the, the combination of, and we've talked about this before, the lagged impact of the sharpest central bank rate hike cycle in, in 40 years that we've seen over the last 12 months or so. So I think the common is those lags to monetary policy are, are, are long and variable, plus this recent added stress of the move higher and medium long-term borrowing rates for corporates and consumers will probably likely blunt the very growth recovery the market has become excited about. So it's a little bit reflexive. What does this mean, Sam, for investors? Well, I think it's probably worth acknowledging that, that for bond investors, it is, uh, it's a bit of a sting in the tail. It's quite painful. I mean, bond markets had their worst year in over 100 years last year. And then that feeling of being out of the woods and a bit of a rally in bond markets, um, and then to have this is, is probably quite painful. Um, and remember, super simplistically, as interest rates go up, bond prices or values go down. But the good news for bond investors is that the entry point for those investors is much more attractive now than it was <clears throat> at any time in the last few years. And then on equities, this, this US rate rise, unexpected rate rise, has really sort of knocked the stuff out of equity markets in the last few weeks. And global equities have probably fallen 5% from their highs. But probably the key point here, here to be clear, gradually rising medium and long-term interest rates like the US 10-year bond rate Mm. in the US are generally a good and healthy thing as it means growth is recovering. Oh, that's good news. Sam, thank you for a little bit of good news there. That is Sam Dickey, our uh, correspondent from Fisher Funds. For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.